Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Welcome back to another episode of Active Listening. I'm uh, your host, Marco Galbraith, and uh, I've got Jackie back in the studio. If you've heard her prior podcast, it was really good. It was heated. Um, Jackie and I have been friends for a while, and we talk probably about every other day about issues um, within the black community, white community, everything. It's not just, just, just black or just white. Um, but, um, we're going to, we've been talking about, we've been chomping at the bit, wanting to do another podcast about just things that go on that a lot of people don't know because they watch the local news and they, they believe all that. So, um, some things are a little bit too hot, a little bit too controversial right now for us to discuss. We're going to let some tempers calm down a little bit. Then Jackie and I will hit you guys hard with it. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I totally agree because, you know, I've actually talked about, well, tried mm-hmm. to talk about some of the things that are going on now. And I see now my words are getting twisted. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't hear what I say. They hear what they want me to say well you've you know gotten I mean? torn up on facebook oh but i like yeah. your style because you don't you don't argue back you're very calm and you just say this is what it is these these are the facts and and a lot of people don't like to hear facts we, no they don't we both have a unique background i, I re, you know retired cop from the daytona beach area and i spent uh about three years is the police athletic league one of the volunteers in the police athletic league mm-hmm. and in our community it was every saturday night we created a program to get the kids off the street and to get them in some organized sports you know mm-hmm. get them keep them busy so they're not out doing crime and on saturday night it was 100 percent uh young black males that would come up and play basketball mm-hmm. for for three or four hours and we'd have a bunch of cops up there we're mingling with them we're getting them rides picking them up taking them to and from uh the projects where they live but it was mm-hmm. it was really good and that was an eye-opener for me because i got to talk to their parents i got to see lifestyles a different lifestyle than what i grew up as mm-hmm. um and, and then of course being a cop I, i've seen that so Jackie's going to talk about a little bit about just to refresh you from where she comes from, because we want you to know that this isn't just a white guy talking about black issues. Um, I do have a little bit of background in and uh, with my career, my lifestyle, and then it's not just a black girl that's coming here wanting to trash white or black people. So that's, we're going to take the race out of it, yeah. but we're going to we're going to tell you some things that are true that the media is not putting out there. So yeah, and I'd like and to just um, to elaborate a little bit more on that. Yeah, I have been in some trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, I've lived in some very rough areas. Mm-hmm. Um, the area that I'm living in now is considered as a rough area. I don't consider it rough, though. I guess maybe because I'm used to it. And I know, that, you know, there's places out there that are way worse than this. But um, you said something about the projects. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what I wanted to talk about today. If anybody listened to my last podcast, you know, I touched a little bit about how... Um, they need to make activities for these kids. Right. You know, they need to get them productive. Right. Um, 
I talked about how they hire outside companies to do landscaping when they shouldn't do that. They should be taking this money and putting it to programs and teaching kids how to do stuff, how to cut grass, how to paint, how to make minor repairs. Like you said before, if you're going to live in these communities, then we're not going to pay outside people to do it. You need to do it. Yeah. And 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 like you said before, like we've talked before, I don't know if it was on air or off air, but we've talked before that if you teach a young man, black or white, mm -hmm. if you teach a young man, you have to work for where you live. You're teaching them values, and you could also be teaching them and setting them up to own their own lawn business and be successful. You have to own where you live. Thank you. You have to take care of where you live. You're right. And um, the way that this housing thing is set up, so-called affordable housing, yeah. It sets people up to fail. Yeah. You know, it's set up to keep everybody in one place. Now, I'm going to say this. I lived in subsidized housing when my kids were young for about, let's see, about six years. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't six years all at the same time. Mm -hmm. It was throughout over several, you know, and I couldn't, I had a hard time with living like that because they put restrictions on you. They tell you basically how you can live. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I've always been the type of person, if I pay rent, then I should be able to do what I want to do as long as I'm not harming anybody. Right, you know, right. It's that type of thing. Okay, so I end up in subsidized housing again. Um, this was 2016 because of my disability. You know, I was declared disabled. Um, when my kids got grown and moved away, you know, it was no use in me keeping all of the space. I got a low-income apartment which was good at the mm -hmm. time because mm -hmm. you know with me being on full disability my income was limited okay so i start getting let me that. interrupt one second sorry let's tell the people your disability is some medical issues yeah. it's legitimate it's yeah. not you didn't twist your ankle you didn't and we talked about this a few weeks ago you didn't get hit by a when you get hit by an ambulance <laughs> but you didn't get hit by a car uh -uh. and now you're faking an injury like we see no and I, people have a, were I have a digestive disorder right yeah and a I'm serious one yeah i have a serious digestive disorder and um on another podcast we're gonna start talking about these health issues right. and with the doctors and everything but long story short I have a digestive disorder and I trusted the doctors a little too much. Right. And they gave me medication that was making me sick. And when I weaned myself off the medication, got on a better exercise routine and changed my diet, I started to get better. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm better now. Let's get back into the workforce because I need more money. Right, you right. You know, I want things. Right. You know, I was sick for 18 years. It's time for me to get out here and start getting things that I want. You right. You know, I'm almost 50 years old now. Yeah. You know, it's... Past time. Right, that. right, right. Okay, so I get into the workforce, and then everybody knows with subsidized housing, when you make more money, your rent increases. Yeah. And, you know, and my rent was steadily Which increasing. Which is screwed up. It's screwed up, especially with the way they do it. Because they you know, should be rewarding you. They should be rewarding you for going out and working, and they should set you up. Okay, we're going to keep your rent where it is, but we're going to help you succeed and you know they don't even give you time to build no. okay if i get a new job on june the 19th i have to report it by june 29th for my rent increase in july if i forget and report it on june 30th then i'm going to owe the rent increase for june and july so i'll end up owing money that happened to me once before so they're sending out a clear message and i say they the government is sending out a clear message that they that you can live for cheap if you don't work yeah basically we'll we'll, we'll, we'll carry you but we don't want you working 
Okay, so um, when I got promoted on my job to full time, mm-hmm. my rent increased um, to six hundred and twenty dollars, and this is for a one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. What and, was? How much was the increase? Uh, let me see. I tell you this because I'm, I, I, you know, I'm in the process of moving right yeah, now, yeah. and I actually found some old paperwork. When I first moved there, my rent was one hundred and eighty-five dollars. Okay, yeah. So as you as you've tried to better yourself, instead of them saying "good job," let's help you manage your money, stay where you at, stay where you're at, and then in two years, then you need to move on because we will have helped you then. But instead, they raise your rent to teach you. Yeah, don't work so hard. Six hundred and twenty dollars. So then, um, at the beginning of the year, I had to go for my recertification, and I had picked up a few more hours. My rent um, increased to six ninety three. All right, so I was supposed to pay that in February. Recertification to stay at the to apartment. To stay at the apartment. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, then um, I get a note at the end, a letter at the end of January saying that my SSDI payments are ending, which is fine. I knew that was coming. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going. I was going to lose that anyway. Yeah. You know that was coming. Right. So. Um, I take this paperwork because whenever your income changes, you're supposed to take it down there. I lost around nine hundred dollars a month. My rent decreased from six twenty, no, from six ninety three to six oh five. And mind you, I lost nine hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. And it just barely went right. down. I said okay, but uh, the good part to that though, the the good part, the flip side, with how it worked out in my favor. They discovered a mistake that they had made where they had overcharged me for October, November, and December. So they owed me a credit. And I jokingly told somebody, I said, I'm going to stay here until this credit runs out. Uh I'm not paying them one more dime. You know, I will put my stuff in storage and sleep in my car if I have to. Right. Because this is ridiculous for subsidized housing. Right. Okay. So I actually found a place. And before I found a place... Here comes this little funky minimum wage adjustment, okay? And before I get, and I know this is about to be twisted too, I'm not saying that minimum wage should not increase. What I keep trying to tell people is that when minimum wage increases, it's not going to make a difference because everything is going to go up. That's right. Be, yeah, it's, That's it's right. not going to make a difference. Your, but your paycheck will be more, but you're going to be paying more at the pumps, at the grocery, grocery store. Grocery store, everywhere. Your it rent, happened with the, it has to. The last minimum wage increase was 60 little funky cents. Right. You know, and right. the way we paid for it and the cost of living continued to increase over the years until we just got this one. Right. All right, now mind you, my wages didn't increase because I'm already making over the minimum wage yeah, increase yeah. anyway. However, there's a cost of living adjustment that comes with that minimum wage right. increase. All right. That cost of living adjustment up my rent $102. Yeah. $707 for a one bedroom apartment in so called affordable housing. Right. And every single day, I get to sit and look at people who do nothing. Yeah. You know, they don't want to, who's able to work, but don't want to work. Don't want to work, don't want to do anything. Well, they've been taught not to work. I mean, yeah, you can blame them, you can blame them, but what we're talking about is they're taught by the government not to work. They pay no rent. Right. There are people who, who live, you know, and I'm talking about, and I'm not talking about people with small kids. I'm not talking about the elderly and disabled. Right. I'm talking about people who just choose not to work. You're right. You're and right. what happens is they get a utility check from the office to pay their electric because they have no, and you know, they take it and spend it on whatever they want. Oh, absolutely. But you know, and this is my thing. When I found out that um, my rent increased, 
you know, and then, you know, I get to talking to people and I find out that they're utility checks and I got to pay more, but they get more. They get more in the amount of utility checks, but yet I got to pay more rent and I haven't made any more money. Right. You know, and that's crazy. And people I, have to do the math. Yeah. And then I have another neighbor, um, very smart, very, very, very smart, intelligent young lady. She has a good job. She has six children. You know, and she's looking for a better job. She's in school right now. She can only go to school part time mm -hmm. because they don't allow you to go to school full time in subsidized housing. They upped her rent to over nine hundred dollars. Wow. Nine hundred dollars wow. with six kids. But fortunately for her, and I'm so happy for her, she's just been approved for a Habitat House. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. So now she's going to have, a, and, and she has six kids. She's in a four-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Over $900. And this is subsidized housing. Yeah. And, you know, I hear people so much, and, you know, during the election year, they say, okay, well... Whoever's in the White House has never really affected me. You know, my life is okay, but I try to vote what I feel it for for who I feel will benefit the com the country best. Right. You know, and I hear this all the time. You know, I vote for other people, people who are less fortunate than I am. Yeah. Okay, so I want y'all to remember this because when they say they vote for other people, two of the main things that I hear come up is health care and housing right okay and we're gonna talk about health care on another yeah podcast yeah but i want y'all to think about this because this have think about this when you vote because this is not helping people this is hindering right okay this this housing thing this is not affordable housing 707 dollars no. for a one bedroom no right it says a whole lot and yeah i did find another place uh -huh. i found another place before they raised my rent but um, it says a whole lot when you can find rent in suburbia cheaper than you can in the inner city and low-income housing. Well, and you've also found a, a better place to live because you're bringing yourself out of some really bad times. Yeah. You you were, I won't say rock bottom, but we talked about this the other day. Mm -hmm. you, you were you were in some pretty bad, um, some bad situations and, and, and um, scary lifestyle i guess yeah. you know dangerous lifestyle yeah, that yeah but look at you here. now yeah. and look at your kids you get successful kids yeah so yeah. you're not you know you look at the textbook and you think well her kids should be in prison you should be in prison or you should be you know and you didn't you you and we talked about that on the other podcast how you read books to your kids and got mm -hmm. out and found the truth and said this is what you're going to do and and uh and your kids are very successful you're successful because you decided to bring yourself out of that. Yeah. I always tell people, you are your problem and you're also your solution. Mm -hmm. So And so now you're a voice trying to tell other people, do this, and do I this. And I want to say this too. And, and you know, I have to say this because I made a, a post on social media, something similar to this, about how some of these um, people need to get some of this free stuff taken away from them. Mm -hmm. So they have no choice but to get out here and work. Right. And then, you know, somebody commented that they felt that it was karma, it was the universe, because of um, the way the government has been treating our people for so long. Mm -hmm. I want to say this. This is not about white people, black people. It is about people who, any color, who just don't want to do anything. Human beings. Human beings. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. This isn't, we're not just talking about black people and, and white, we're talking about every every race. Yeah. I, I mean, you can you can make an equal representation of, of people of all races and colors that just don't want to work. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Um, you were, we won't say what type of vehicle, but you were hit, uh, and it was their fault, you were in traffic, 
and a uh, a city slash county vehicle, let's <laughs> yeah. say a government vehicle, yeah, um, hit you, mm-hmm. and you put it on Facebook. Thank you for the people that stopped, witnesses, you know, uh-huh. claim of your story, and then you were getting tore up about not claiming an injury and going after insurance. Yeah, I mean that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that that was crazy. Um, and I'll say this after. 18 spending 18 years of my life sick i would not dare you know play like that right you know i right. wouldn't I'm, I'm too happy to be feeling well that's right yeah but I, a lot I, of people were telling you oh, you need to sue you claim an injury and and you know the next day you could be really sore claim an injury and get some insurance you know that's the, that's not the way you what comes around goes around that's and you know what and things. i did enough dirt back in the in the day yeah and i'm tired of karma whooping my ass that's right yeah, that's tired. right that's right yeah i'm still going through it today i'm still paying for stuff that i've done yeah but yeah, you so. sleep better at night knowing that you're doing the right thing and, yeah, and, and then i look at it like this what if i sit around and fake an injury i can't do anything i right. can't go to the gym i can't do anything right. they'll be watching me you know, they got people, investigators that do that stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people on their deathbed are going to look back and say, what did I contribute to society? What did I contribute to my family? What did I do? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. get out and do something. There's a, there's That's, so, And I'm telling you, I wasn't on my deathbed, but I'm telling you, 18 years I spent sick. Right. Yes, I thought about those things. Right. I thought about a lot of and things. And you put your foot down and did something about it. I thought about, about everything that I did wrong. You know, I thought about everything that I wanted to do. And, right. you know, it has to be done. Right. And another thing I want to say about this housing situation, too. There are a lot of people who live in, the, in these housing projects who actually want to get out and do things, but they get discouraged yeah. with this rent increase thing. Yeah. I've actually heard people say it. Yeah. I don't want another job. I don't want um you know, I don't want to, to get, you know, my hours increased or whatever mm-hmm. because they're gonna up my rent. And you know, when you think about the single parent households, yeah, you know, I can't tell you when I was a single parent how many times I had to miss work because the kids are sick. Right. You know, they're getting in trouble in school. Right. Um, I know people right now with this pandemic who have had to quit their jobs because of the homeschooling thing and the kids aren't at home. Confusion. The kids are at home, but they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Right. Yeah, it's, it's real hard. And then when you're living in subsidized housing, you do have that low comfort level because if my hours decrease, you know, I can report this. My rental decrease right. too. See, so it's... Right. And if your rent is being paid for and you're being taken care of, you're going to go keep voting for the person that provides that to you. But they're actually holding you down. They are. Yeah. Um, we have a, we're going to have a lot of diverse people talking or listening to this podcast. And, and what I want to say is our, our wonderful governor, Northam, has, uh, is, is making marijuana legal July 1st. Mm-hmm. I could care less about pot. When I was a cop, I had friends that smoked pot, and I'd tell them, you know what? Just don't bring it around me. I don't care what you do. You're my friend. I'm not going to stop being your friend because you smoke. I, I'm not interested in it, and, and I could care less either way if it's legal or not. But what a lot of people don't realize from what I teach is there's a lot of people that need to realize that DUI is driving under the influence. Mm-hmm. There are eye tests and there are tests the police can give you on the roadside when they pull you over to see if you're driving under the influence of marijuana. Uh, it's an enhanced penalty if you're in possession of your firearm. This is what I do um, from what I teach. Possession of a firearm while under the influence of a drug. So we have to get the word out there that 
I don't want people to feel comfortable that, wow, pot's legal now. I can do this, this, this. You still better be very, very careful. Yeah. You know, and, and like I said, I've got friends now that smoke it and, I, and I'm telling them, don't get a false sense of security because it's going to be legal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of arrest and a lot of problems from what I see with firearms, you know, with that. So, uh, yeah, um, they're making marijuana legal, but um, ain't doing nothing about the 94 crime bill. But um, that's, that's right. Another, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. Topic and he's making it legal. He says because making it legal for marijuana legal because that's what the governor says, because minorities are getting arrested too much. You know what? I think there's going to be a lot more minorities getting arrested with it being legal because they're going to get that false sense of security. And again, I don't care one way or another if people do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's I could care less if it's. I you just think it's a catch twenty two. I think it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, I, and I understand I, I think they've done something to to set some people up. It's going to be a catch twenty two. And I'm just saying now, people, if you're listening, because we're going to have a diverse group listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, and I want people to be careful and think it through. I don't want people to get arrested. For doing something silly, you know, mm-hmm. not thinking it through. Yeah. Yeah, and um, people who have that concealed carry permit, y'all better be careful too. That's right. Yeah. Be careful with carrying your drugs and the in or carrying a pot, you know, marijuana with your concealed permit. Be careful with being under the influence uh, when you have that gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to talk about next? We got a whole list of stuff. We to sure talk do. About. Next, I want to talk about this government funded health care. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that. Um, it's a lot to that too. Yeah, and a lot of people think that they can't survive without it. Right. I'm telling you, y'all, they're killing you. Yeah. They are killing you slowly. They're keeping you alive long enough to bring them money. Yeah. 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 That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and I'll say this too, because a lot of people think when you have that Medicaid and Medicare that you're getting free health care. No, sir. No, ma'am. Those doctors are getting paid. There's They're no such paid. thing as a free lunch. They're getting paid to use you as a test dummy. But yep. like I said, we're going to get into that in another yeah, yeah. conversation. Yeah, we yeah, we will. We will. Yeah. And uh, if you have anything that you'd like to ask uh, Jackie or you'd like to um, um, have us talk about any topics from her experience, my experience, when, when her and I get together, then um, hit me up on my Facebook page or send me a message, text me, comment me on my uh Website, we'll be glad to, to bring up a topic. I have to reiterate that we're speaking from the truth. Jackie and I don't read, we don't watch the news. We don't, we're not getting this from stats, from bogus stats. We're speaking from street knowledge. And um, y'all better stop paying attention to those news channels. That's right. Those those, uh, those social media news outlets, all yeah, of yeah. that stuff. Y'all need to stop because what they do is they only put a portion of the story out right. there and they put enough of it out there just to get y'all arguing back and forth. That's right. You know, not too long ago, we saw an article, and I'll go ahead and say it on the WSET page, where they were talking about a racist incident that happened in Oklahoma. Right. And people were actually arguing on it, but then when you go and actually click on the article, some weather stuff came up. Right. It wasn't even an article right. there. Right. Yeah, y'all gotta stop feeding into that stuff. Yeah. They're out for clicks, and they're out for likes, and which is clicks, and and they're out for for comments, and mm-hmm. they get people stirred up. Our local station here has, uh, if you look at their Facebook page, our local station is is everything they post on their Facebook page is to get people stirred up. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? And you and I are going to address that. Black man, this white man, exactly. This. And I mean, that's the first thing you see. That's right. If they can divide white and black, then then uh, the status stays how how it is. And uh, we'd be really powerful if we all came together and just said, you know, let's not look at color. Let's look at human. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we got we'll be back. I'll, I'll definitely have Jackie back. She's always got interesting topics. Um, and I thank you guys for listening. You can check out my my website at T4 Tactics, the letter T, the number four tactics.com. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up in June. I'm doing a, a really big push for firearm safety. You're going to be training some people that have never been trained before. Y'all um, better come in here and take that class. That's right. Y'all I'm better listen. You stop, stop getting your gun training off the TV because that's what most of y'all are doing. That's right. Say this. Y'all quit playing. <laughs> y'all That's quit right. playing. Y'all quit yeah. playing. <laughs> y'all quit playing. All right, you guys. Have a good one. Be safe and uh, and reduce injuries and save lives. See you next time.